episode 40 is here. We almost made it to 50. We are striving to uphold what we said after I moved out to do one every week. We missed one. Apologies. Now we just got one in the back pocket ready for a rainy day. So there we go. Welcome to Milk and Screens. I am, uh, well, actually, I am many things to many people. My name is Kyle, but I've I've had quite a few nicknames over the years. Uh, I but I I didn't get to choose any of them. You don't get to choose nicknames. Have you had any nicknames, Jacob? Would a rainy day affect our upload schedule? Oh, okay. Yeah, let, let's let's talk about that first. Maybe. What if it's I mean, so I, rainy that your uh, house floods? Well, I was just thinking about it, and I was like, well, like, we record inside, but, like, the rain, it could be I so don't. loud. What's that? I don't. You don't record inside? You record outside? I'm currently in the sitting in the middle of my street hoping that a car doesn't come. Oh, wow. So, like, the whole hour that that you're going to be sitting there, we're going to be expecting no cars to drive by? I mean, that's the hope. That's what I do every week. I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm literally in the middle of my street. I'm kind of shocked that there isn't any ambient noise. Like, aren't you near like a bunch of woods? Like, isn't there woods like behind your house? No. Well, I just heard a woman. Is there a woman near nearby? Yeah. Oh, that there's a bunch of cars passing. Near that. <laughs> All right, I literally, the second I started saying I'm in the middle of my street, I got my phone and I was like, traffic sounds on Spotify. (laughs) And then one came up, it's like traffic sounds, like ambient traffic noise. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I played it just to like, just to hope that it would start. And then as a woman's voice started, she was like, welcome to ambient. And I was like, no, skip forward real quick. He can't hear that. And then... For some reason, the ambient traffic noise is just, it's like traffic passing on an interstate 17 miles away. And it's not like tires rolling over gravel. No, it's not cars. It's just kind of like you might live uh, 20 miles away from a bridge. And uh, for some reason, the bridge is in an echo chamber and you can kind of hear it. (laughs) Man, that was a good bit. I didn't land the way I wanted to. That was, that was a good bit. Hey, you were trying to be quick with the fingers, and that's okay. We 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 appreciate it here on the Milk and Screens podcast. Why isn't the first thing that comes up to make the sound of traffic? Why is it not traffic sounds? Why is it garbage? Huh? I don't know, Kyle. I don't know. Maybe you should look looked up garbage truck sounds instead. Ooh, what happens if you look up garbage truck sounds? Garbage trucks have such a specific sound. I agree. I hear them every morning whenever I go to work. Because I'm always there That's before a... they arrive. Now, Polly, play some garbage truck sounds. For your entertainment. Isn't that soothing? You okay? That's the garbage truck sounds. Your connection is really bad. I'm having trouble hearing you. That's the garbage truck sounds. I don't hear anything. 
I just heard like your voice, but it sounded like it was going to like a vocal void coder, like you know, like the the filters you can put on your voice. They call those vo- vocoders. Am I right? Yes. V o c o d e r. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. A vocoder? A, a, voca- a vocoder? Listen, of, I'm of, telling you. I'm vocoder. telling you right now. If if I'm make, if I'm not making that up, and that's the name, then he changed it. Uh, vocal synth or vocoder. Yeah, As... definitely have to change the name. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely I think have to change the a, name. Oops. I think it's just a, a thing of vocal recorder. You know, like a boom vocoder. That's but my it, guess. But it's like auto tune and like stuff like that. Like that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah, because it's coding it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's coding your voice. That makes even more sense. Well, I don't, I don't like, like that double name. Double entendre. I don't like that name. I want to change it. Kyle, you know change what we it right now. Do. Well, I'm saying uh, I was going to ask for your help to, in, in doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a uh, uh, recommendation for the both of us. Couldn't okay. think of the word. Gotcha. Um, um. Whoa, we just at the same time. That's wow, we both weird. said um. That's so cute. We said um, but like in different tones. Like you were like slightly uh dissonant from me. <laughs> it's gonna sound super weird when it's over later. Then we're not though. best friends. Best friends ums harmonize with each other. If well, there's dissonance, that's how you know that you're not best friends or soulmates. Maybe we can listen to it back whenever we get a. Uh, spliced together but it might have been harmonized it just, it just happened so fast but it was at the exact same time we i know it wasn't pause. harmonized i have i have perfect pitch i know it happened fast for you but for me perfect pitch man uh we weren't harmonized so okay so then we should call vocoding pitulation love it that's great pitulation uh, coding so pitulation is what it does we're gonna call it a pitchly no, if you're gonna, if it's gonna be, if it's gonna be pitulation is what it does, and just call it a pitulator. Why would you call it a, a pitulator? Pitch- That's terrible. Well, pitchly's not that bad. It's shorter than pitulator. That's... Yeah, but they, it doesn't have to be short to be good. Pitchly is just terrible. I don't like the like voco, like vocoding, like that. That's weird, isn't it? Am I crazy? Some, something about it doesn't roll off the tongue for sure. Vocoder, vocoder. Frishavakadu. See? That might be like one of my like least favorite words now. Vocoder. Like it's definitely mine is, the... mine is and always has been, always will be rural. Terrible. Rural, rural is a very bad word. <laughs> I can't even rural, say it. Rural, rural is a very bad word. Rural? I've been thinking about this, uh, like what, what my least favorite word is. Like I I'm having trouble, you know, getting there. Um yeah, it, rural and horror. Horror. It's a bad one. Horror. <laughs> Horror. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard, but I, I'll come back to that. Maybe I'll make that an assignment for myself this week to find my least favorite word. Mm. You're not. You don't really care about the word moist, right? Um, I think it's a bit played out, and you know me, I can't be the same as everyone else. I have to find my I have to find my own little thing. I can't be like. Yeah, you, you know, got hipster brain. I do have a little bit of hipster Joker brain. Uh, although Joker would be my villain of choice, because he's kind of you know popular in media as well, so I, mm. I have to choose someone <laughs> different. And the word, okay, the, the basic the basic ones are like moist. You don't care about that, and panties. You don't care about panties, do you? I love the word panties. I think that's so cool. Okay, it's weird. I think it's weird to love the word panties. Let's maybe calm down a little bit. It's okay I, to not be bothered by the word. I think it's a little 
I think it's a little strange to love. I think it's the word a little panties. goofy, don't you think? Like, I think it's a little strange to love any word, but especially the word panties. What? I think it's a little odd. You don't have words that you love. No. No. Not I like ju- the not word... specifically for the sake of it being the word that it is. Well, like I like the word like spring. I think it's a fun word to say. Mm. I, I I can see what you're saying. But yeah, I I mean I like. The words that I love are words that are, like, just fun to say. Like, spring doesn't really do anything for me. But, like, like cumulonimbus is a fun word to love. I think Melancholy. I, I, don't, I don't know if I love that word, but it's a fun word. I enjoy saying it more than most words. I enjoy I saying say I love spring it. more than, like, 80% of the words. I say spring to myself all the time. <laughs> just... To yourself, out of context, just the yeah. word spring. Spring, spring, spring. Like, it's funny. <laughs> like, I, I like saying Like, it. people get up and have their, like, they look in the mirror and they have their motivational, you know, self up and they're like, you are worthy. You are enough. And then cut to Jacob in the mirror going, spring, 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 It's funny. Spring. I like, I like the word spring. I mean, what can I say? It's a good word. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look around, d- dip my nose into the dictionary. See what words I don't like. And probably next week I will come back with a list of words that I do not like. All right. You know what? That'll be, you know what? That's everyone's homework. Listeners, get a pen or a pencil. Write it down. Find a word you don't like. Share it with somebody uh, and tell them why they shouldn't like it either. You know, oh, you know what word I hate? What's that? I just thought about it. I I, I say this all the time too, and I Dude, the past the past tense of a lot of words really bother me, mm-hmm. just because some of them are just weird. But the past tense of the word preach, because it's just preached. I hate the word preached. Because like would the, you the, like it to be instead. I think it should be prot. Prot, and I, I don't like the word preached. But now, prot sounds fine to me. Teached is not proper, right? Correct. Taught is the past tense of teach. Huh. Okay. That makes sense. I, but like, I don't know if why you breach something, if someone like breached, a, a, you know, like a firewall or something, breached is the past tense. Mm. And I kind of don't like breached either, but you can't call it brought because. Correct. That's probably the same problem they ran into when they were just discovering that. And they probably were like, okay, we can either have prot and we can have brought or we can have breached and preached. And like, the military is important. They preach things. And preachers are kind of important. And they preach things. So let's do preached. And some of the council groaned. But like, look, we don't have all day. We got like 20 million more words to go. Let's just get done with it. And they're like, okay. That's probably what happened. Probably exactly, actually. So. Yeah, I think it's dumb. But I, I hate that word. I hate that word. Kyle, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know that you had nicknames. Mm. I didn't I, know you had them. I, I I have I have a few. Uh, mostly they're ones that came from my uh, family, and they're all just variations of my name itself. Most of them, um, like okay, like growing up, um, uh, my dad would always. Like, if I was around or, like, sports field or walking or whatever, he would say, K-Y-L-E. And I would say, yep, that's me. 
he would just call me K-Y-L-E, just the spelling of my name. Um, or my mom would always uh, call me K-T-J. Uh, mm. She always called me K-T-J. That's uh, actually pretty cool. All my cousins uh, will call me Kile if I show up. Kile is kind of like my... I, I like I like Kile a lot. It's like, it's my username for a lot of things, too. Um, I, I, I guess I just didn't know that people actually called you those things. Because I, I don't know. I've always called you Kyle. Most, I mean, a lot of people have. Because um, uh, it's your name. People, mo- like, yeah, <laughs> like my friends. Mostly, I don't really call me any of those things. It's mostly my family. But um, Kile, I would say, is the most prevalent now. Um, and I like Kile a lot. It's just like a different way to say my name. But yeah, it's fun. I like it. But I have a new one at work. Oh, really? Um, they, where I work, everybody has a nickname. It's kind of like their thing. They love they Ooh, love to mess with like people. Their thing. They they love to mess with. There's there's two things that happen at work. They love to mess with people, uh, especially new people. They love to just screw with them. Um, like we told the new guy yesterday to go over to the paint shop and get some K9P wipes. Um. And then he came back and he said that they didn't have him over there. And we said, because K9P is dog piss. And we were just screwing with him. Um, <laughs> That's funny. We thought it was funny. And then everyone sure gets a nickname. someone listening this is funny too. Everyone gets a nickname. Like this guy, Chance, that I work with. Um, or excuse me. His, that's the reason his nickname. His name is Chase. But his first like two weeks at the job, uh, the boss... David just kept calling him Chance. And then eventually he was like, you know, my name is Chase, right? And he said, yeah, I just have this uh, hunting dog. Uh, his name is Chance. And so I just always think about it. And then I call you Chance. So he has that, he has that bird dog, Chance. So now Chase's nickname is Bird Dog. Um, okay, real quick before you go on, I have to tell you this story. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> go. So I had um, choir teachers when I was in college. And uh they, you know, were really cool, fun people to be around. Um, and I, I actually, like, I still talk to some of them, my, my professors, and, like, you know, keep up with them. But this one guy, his name was Guy. Uh, guy Heath. Uh, he did, uh, he does music with, at the college, but he also does a philosophy uh, for, like, his uh, teachings. And so, uh, one day we were in class, and this was, like, year two. So I'd been with him a full year had many conversations with him. He gave me personal tips. Uh, I We're first name basis. We should know each other by now. Uh, <laughs> and so we're, we're in class and we're doing solo auditions. So like it's kind of tense in the room. But like, you know, people are like getting up singing by themselves. It's kind of, you know, rhythmic and everyone's kind of going up doing their thing. And so I go up. I'm like one of the first people to do the solo. I do the solo. I kind of missed out on some notes. I sit back down. More people go. And Guy... He was, you know, lecturing us about something with, like, the feeling of the music, and he was, like, so into it, and, like, everyone was silent. Like, no one was saying anything. He was, like, you know, just being, in, you know, passionate. He's like, now, Brian, and he pointed at me, come back up here and uh, sing, <laughs> sing the <this laughs> solo again. And I was so taken aback. Like, I looked, like, behind me to see who was talking. First of all, there's no Brian in our choir, <laughs> and there never has been. And, we, <laughs> and people just started laughing, and I was like, talking to me he's like yeah come on brian like get up here like he just straight up thought my name was brian for like i don't know how long and i 
I didn't feel like correcting him because it was like almost the end of the semester. You didn't correct him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't correct him. Why uh, not? I uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was really funny though, because like Michael came up to me after class and was like, "Hey Ryan, that was a really great solo." I was like, "Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> um, another oh my god, another college thing that happened with names, right? Um, you know Jensen Canehead, right? Yeah. So, first week of class when I was joining choir, I think I've told you the story before, but I I don't think I said it on the podcast. Um, he was in one of my classes. Um, and I was trying to just like in class, like mess around with him and get his attention. And so I think Allison was, um, was doing something else. Like she was like not teaching at the moment. I think she was like on her computer and we were just doing busy work or something. And like, he was working over there and for some reason <laughs> I thought and I, at this time I only really knew him on like, on like a really first name basis. I just kind of knew him. Like I never really had like a real conversation with him. I think we kind of like a, had a joking relationship. And I started trying to call his name from across the classroom. It was the first week of school. So I was like, Branson. (laughs) Branson. And I kept, like, trying to get his attention. Like, he's, like, three rows in front of me. But I'm like, Branson. Branson. Like, I keep whispering to him. And, like, this girl who later on will become one of my best friends, (laughs) sitting, like, two seats away from me, was like, are you trying to call him? And I was like. Yeah, and she's like, his name is Jensen. <laughs> and I was like, oh! Jensen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Branson. So I, I did it. After that, Like I left the class. It was like the first week of class. And I was like, I'm not talking for like, I have lots of talking privileges. I don't get to talk for like two weeks. Because people are going to think I'm weird and I want to I make friends. So I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to be myself, like be by myself for a little bit. I don't deserve to talk. It was it was so traumatizing. <laughs> I'm so bad. Um, it eventually all worked out. That, like, sounds, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a youth thing to be traumatized by too. Like I feel like it would have happened to me and I would have been like, oh. Jensen, hey, come here. And then you were like, you know what? Self-punishment. I'm going to smack myself. Two weeks, no speaking for me. <laughs> well, like, the thing is, too, it worked, by the way. Like, people forgot about it, but I will never, ever forget. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, because the thing is, he noticed that I was calling out Ensign. Like, he he just thought I was talking to somebody else. He turned around and looked at me and was like, what? And, like, I guess he's not talking to me. He turned back around and faced the class. <laughs> and, like, I was like, Branson, Branson. Oh, it was so embarrassing. Like, my ears are red thinking about, like, <laughs> why? Uh, so bad. Anyways, I'm sorry. I Tangent, but, like, I had to get that out because I was going to forget. <sighs> okay. We're changing the logo to say Milk and Screams with Brian and Kyle. Brian and Kyle. <laughs> Classic, man. Oh, it's so funny. Because like, he, he was just so confident. He was like, Brian, come on up here and try it again. <laughs> you're talking oh, to me? Yeah, so you, because you're Brian, Brian. Come here, Brian. Yeah, your name's Brian. Always has been, always will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, But yeah, I I have had dozens of nicknames throughout my life. Surprisingly, not many of them are from my family. Um, a lot of them, I think, were just because my name is so common that people had to just come up with something different. Like what? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. But, like, I think I have met four Jacob Smiths in my life. Really? I met a stranger named Jacob Smith. 
um, like a straight up tra- stranger when I was very, very young. Like at 11, we were traveling. We're at a hotel, and I was playing with this kid, and his name was Jacob. And I was like, my name's Jacob, too. What's your last name? And he was like, Smith. And I was like, what? We're the same person? He happened, he happened to be black, which was like even more like of a – as an 11 year old, a, a, a mind melding experience. I was like, there's someone black who has the same name as me. I don't know why I thought it was such a, but I remember what a crazy like, world, <laughs> like running to my mom, like mom, like at the hotel pool, this kid has the same name as me. She was like, that's cool. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so the big one I think is yeller, which I don't know why that came. I, I don't know why that came up, but I know the origins in seventh grade. We read Old Yeller. I remember having a strange connection with that book. I hated reading in that time, but I liked Old Yeller. I remember watching the movie, being very sad. But our youth pastor at the time, randomly at a youth service in seventh grade, called me Yeller. And I was like, oh, it's because the dog is like Golden Retriever in the in the movie, in the, in the book. And like I was talking to him after the service. I was like, oh. It's got to be because the dog, right? My hair is blonde. The dog's blonde. That's the connection. That's funny. And he was like, no, it's because you yell a lot. You're very loud. <laughs> I yeah, was like. Because you're the loudest brick. <laughs> I was like, oh, that also, I mean, sure, yeller. Okay, that's awesome. And so, like, people in church started calling me yeller. And then when I started playing football, which, yes, I did play football for a little bit uh, in my adolescence. I wouldn't wouldn't recommend. Uh, I. They asked us, uh, what are, what, they were putting, uh, sorry, whenever we got into pads, we're all, like, 5'4", and, like, super scrawny, so it was hard to tell anyone who, who, who anyone was. We didn't have numbers on our jerseys, but they were practice jerseys. So, uh, what they did is they put tape on our helmets and then wrote, like, nicknames for us. So, like, you know, Marcus Flavors got Flav on his, and, like, you know, Wimmer got Wimmer, and they were, like, all right, Smith, what's your name? Like, what's your thing? And someone else said Yeller. Like, I, I was going to say Smith. Like, that was going to be my name. But someone else said Yeller. This is in seventh grade. And I'm like, yeah, put Yeller on there. And that literally until 10th grade, everyone I met called me Yeller. Like, at school. Everyone. People that had never been to church with us, had never seen us, called me Yeller. Like, it was crazy. So that's that, and that's just that's just one nickname. I also had Peta in my adolescence because for some reason, oh yeah, people thought that I looked like Josh Hutcherson in my adolescence. Which again, I think people Josh Hutcherson really... in the hit film The Hunger Games playing right. the blonde boy Peta, of course. Yes, of course. And pe- people called me Peta. In fact, up until like my tenth grade, eleventh grade year, I kept track. Of how many people called me PETA, I don't have the number anymore, unfortunately. It was it was in like the hundreds, like probably like two hundred something. But it was a lot of people. They called me PETA. Said I look like Josh Hutcherson, which again is a great compliment. I just I never saw it. I was like, this is no, that's not no, not real. Um I also had Humpy the Unicorn for a little bit. That was <laughs> this one I am uh not familiar with. <laughs> Uh, I think your brother might be familiar with it. We were I was bowling with the Kitchens family, um, and and Goldie and some other people, and 
they asked what our bowling names were, and I think people were doing funny names, and I just said Humpy the Unicorn, um, and that became a pretty prolific nickname. Um, I've also gotten uh, Jakob, which is just the oh, Jewish yeah. pronunciation of Jacob. I call um, you Jakob a lot. Yeah, my mom does too. Um, or um, I don't know. I I I I love the nicknames that are kind of um organic in nature. Like for example, my sister, older sister, uh, Brittany. We call her Mooney because when I was little, I refused to call her by her name. I just I, I didn't know how to pronounce it. I was like very little. Obviously, I was I was just like this small. Uh, and I just, I couldn't say Brittany, so I just said Mooney, and that just, it stuck. We call her Mooney to this day. Um, another funny story about nicknames for my family. My younger sister, Hannah, uh, one of the first times that we can probably barely remember that we went to Pennsylvania to visit my mom's family, um, Hannah was like, like four or five years old. And my mom's side of the family is very fun. I like to joke around and, uh, play pranks, do that kind of stuff. And, uh, she refused to recognize that my uncles and aunts had names um she called my aunt mary mommy's new friend <laughs> and she called my <laughs> uncle uh guy with the blue shirt whatever color shirt he was wearing doesn't matter he was just guy with the blue shirt she was like four years old and my uncle dave was like all right you know what you're no longer hannah your name is barbara now and she started crying <laughs> and he still call he calls her barbara sally lala to this day he, like i think like, if he has her phone number She's literally in his phone as Barbara Sally Lala. Uh, it's the stupidest <laughs> thing. Um, but that's that's my uncle's sense of humor. <laughs> Just to call someone by the wrong name. Um, Barbara. Barbara Sally Lala. It's such a good nickname. You know? Such a prolific one. Yeah, that that one's fun. I like that. Yeah. Guy with the blue shirt. That's so funny. Anyways. Um, you were saying you have Keele, uh, And that's like yeah. your gamer tag. Yeller is my... my Gamer tag, username, password, often just because it's easy, and I don't think it's a, lo- a widespread used password username thing. I think it's kind of like something that's kind of my own, so it's kind of cool. Um, whenever I play, um, like if I'm just, I'm just if I'm just playing a game with like a bunch of randos or something, if my username in that game is ninety eight percent milk, which it is in a lot of them, um. A lot of those guys will just call me 98 or they'll just call me Milk. So, like, my kind of in-game one a lot of times, if someone, like, you know, is making comms or whatever, is trying to figure out what to call everyone, I usually just get called 98. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I got Slug for a little bit. Slug? Because I, I, I was very young. And when I, when I was really young... Not even really young. When I was like, I don't know, for a long time, I just, I needed sleep desperately. And if it was past 8.30, I was upset that I was still awake. I needed sleep so bad. And we were at Disney, and we'd spent the entire day walking around. It was very, very late. And we got back to the bus stop. We were waiting for the bus to take us back to the hotel we were staying at. I I think we were staying at like the sports resort or something. I don't remember. We were staying on mm-hmm. Disney property. So we were waiting for the bus, and one had just left from our station, which meant it was going to be like another 20 minutes. So I got down on the ground, and I fell asleep. But I didn't just I, – I didn't, like, lay down, like, on my side or anything. I, I like, balled up. My knees were on the ground, and then 
I leaned down and put my face on the ground. So like my butt was sticking in the air and my face and my knees were on the ground. And then I fell asleep like that for like 20 minutes. And then they <laughs> said I looked like a slug. So then for like two, three years, they called me slug. Um, uh, and I'm going to go the... ahead and I'm going to go ahead and defend you here. Um, okay. I don't think he looked like a slug. Well, you may have looked like a sna- you, you may have looked like a snail. Because slugs don't have like a hump. You know what I mean? Yeah, but don't they kind of have a hump when they move? Sure. Do, okay. Do slugs I, do the same thing that worms do in, you know, like in funny cartoons where they or like they bunch up and then go back down? No, yeah. Isn't I, that how they move? Well, I don't think worms actually move like that, but slugs definitely don't. Um, yeah. I'm going to look up a gif of a slug moving. Because I need oh, no, wait, to. This is a... I was, I'm also looking it up right now, but this is a stop motion animation. That doesn't help. That's not real. Show me slug. Oh, dude, you th- your family was so wrong to do that to you. Oh Slugs yeah, they just kind of like move like snakes. They just kind of glide along. It doesn't even look real, honestly. It's just kind of how's <laughs> yeah. how's it doing that? How's it moving? Donde esta los legs? How, <laughs> how, how? Um, they could have called you snail and gotten away with it. But that, even that, sl- that doesn't even sound like a nickname. Slug kind of does, but snail doesn't for some reason. I would have got it if you were, like, so tired that you were moving slowly like a slug. Like, if you're, like, slinking your legs on the ground, like, dragging your arms. Like, right. Whoa, you know, like, like that. But, like, I'm going to go ahead and say, Kyle. I don't think they're right to give you that nickname. Maybe not, but I do kind of like the nickname. Slug sounds kind of cool. It didn't at the time because it was like because I slept with my booty up in the air. But just as a nickname in general, I kind of like the name Slug. So here's what you do. You change the origin. You're in you're in power because it's your nickname. So you can change the origin of why you were called Slug. You could be like they poured salt in my eyes, and like salt kills slugs, so like they called me slug after that because I got respect. This was you would or like when that. I when I was playing baseball, I hit nothing but dingers, so they called me slugger, slug for short, slug for short. Or you could have had like been discovered with like slugs in your anus, and like no stop because you know because you know how stop, people get called stop no no wor- words cease. <laughs> Cease and desist. If I was going to change the origin, it would not be because slugs were located inside of a marectum. I think it would be funny if it was. Because like, people get called goat effer, you know? You know? I don't think, I, don't, I guess they'll get called goat for short. <laughs> yeah, okay, like... What, what, if, the, the... what if it's an acronym? Like for... slug is... It... Like okay, so we got to figure out the acronym now, cause like, cause goat is an acronym for greatest of all time. Slug could be like an acronym for like super epic. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, super let epic. Let's let let's think. Super litigious. No. Umpire. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> super litigious umpire. No, hold on. Super likable. 
ugly guy. Ugly guy. It's backwards. <laughs> uh, How's that backwards? Okay, well, they're already... Oh, ugly guy. I was thinking guy ugly for some reason. I don't know. Uh, slug. Uh, students learning under guidance. Sorry, loser underground. None of these are like, this should be your nickname. I'm a super <laughs> likable ugly guy. That's canon. Slug. End of story. Super likable umpire. Stop with the umpire. <laughs> just because that's the only word you can think of that starts with... Give me one other word that starts with the letter U right now. Uh, unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, we'll think of it later. I don't want to put a bunch of dead air in. But, but I, I tell you my nickname at work that I got. Is it Snail? No. You would never guess what it is. Um, we, 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 this is kind of a missed opportunity. We should have done multiple choice, and like, which is an actual Kyle nickname. Like Slug, you know, Kile, blah, blah. Like, that would have been fun. But okay. Uh, missed... Here, let, let, let me... Let, let, let me pull up something real quick, and I'll give you multiple choice on what my name at work is. Oh, okay. This is great, because I, I don't have any context for it whatsoever, so that's good. Um, it's going to be kind of tough to try and... Uh, okay. All right. You ready? Here are your choices. Yep. Is my nickname Dodge Lightning uh, K5... Or Cyclone. Dodge, Lightning, K5, or Cyclone? Yes. Okay. First of all, Cyclone is a great like gamer tag slash YouTube name, and if someone hasn't gotten it yet, we need to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Also could be a great name of a Pokemon move. I don't think Cyclone is a Pokemon move. It could be like Cyclone, like Psychic Clone. Like, you can have, like, a whirlwind of, like, psychic power, or it could just be Cyclone. Yeah, the, um, the regular Cyclone does not exist, because he just pulls up Hurricane. Um, yeah, that definitely needs to be a, a new move. Oh, yeah, Cyclone with, like, a PSY? That yeah. would be sick. So that's how I know it's not your nickname, because Pokemon hasn't capitalized on it. So, mm. so that's, that's off the list. And then you said uh, Arrow... Right? Wasn't that one of the choices? No, no, no. Uh, it was Dodge, Lightning, uh, Cyclone, and uh, I didn't mean to say K5. I was reading something on my screen. I meant to say Blazer. Uh, those are your four. That's odd. It was, was like one of those things where I read something, and then I said it instead of saying the thing I was trying to say because I was reading at the same time. That's odd because I was going to choose K5. It sounds like a, like a chemical thing. And so I, I assume like, oh, Kyle, good fool, oh, like that, you know. That's of course, seen your friends at work talk. Um, they well, do. That's... <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and eliminate Blaze, because if first of all, if they gave you that name, it's Blazer. They... Okay, sure, Blazer. If they gave you that name, I, I assume they don't like you very much, because mm. that's a very lame nickname. So now it's Lightning and Dodge. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Dodge. I like Dodge more than Lightning. Lightning's like the like the second worst nickname behind Blazer. Um, so I'm gonna go Dodge. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, my nickname is Blazer. 
which is short for uh, K5 Blazer. <laughs> oh, K5 so I would have been right. <laughs> if I went yes. with K5, we'll have been right. Yeah, suck it. K5, so apparently, when I went into my interview, I had, like, a blazer and khakis. I didn't have, my suit was in Gainesville. I didn't think much right. of it. And then, like, my second day of work, this guy came in, and he was like, you're a new guy, right? And I was like, yeah, obviously. You've never <laughs> seen me before. Now you've seen me. New guy acquired. Uh, okay. And then he said, "Oops, you wear a blazer to your interview? Well, obviously, I didn't say that to him, but, like, <laughs> obviously, I'm the new guy. What do you mean? I hate when people ask that. Like, <laughs> uh, just say, just just be like, hey, oh. you're the new guy. My name's so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Don't ask, are you the new guy? Obviously, I'm the new guy. Don't do the thing where you ask a thing you already know to seem like you are a little bit smart and are aware that the new guy is here. Just be aware of it and introduce yourself. Come That's, on. like, the best new, like... Eric Andre interaction, they just walk up to someone and be like, you're the new guy? <laughs> like, in public. <laughs> um, but he came up to me and he was like, uh, you wore a blazer to your interview, right? And I was like, yeah. Why is that public knowledge? Like, why is that just in your archive of things? And he was like, how do you spell your name? And I said, K-Y-L-E. Oh my god. What's, what's up with this guy with all the questions? <laughs> I know, and then he Jesus. said, "Do you know what a do you know?" And he said, "Do you know what a K five blazer is?" And I said, "Obviously no." And uh, he he was like, "It's an old pickup truck from like the eighties or seventies or something." And apparently, it was this very good truck, and because I wore a blazer and because my name starts with a K, they call me K five blazer. So anytime anyone walks in, they'll either say, "What's up, K five or they say, "What's up, Blaze?" or they say, "What's up, Blazer?" Those are like the three variations. They either call me K5, Blaze, or Blazer. They usually don't say all of it at once. But that's what they call me at work. And that's the story of my new nickname. K5 Blazer. I don't love K5 Blazer. I like it when they just kind of short it to Blaze or when they just say K5. Both of those, I'm like, yeah, that's me. Whenever they say Blazer or whenever they say the whole thing, I'm like, man, that's just a truck. And it feels weird. But K5 and Blaze, I don't mind. K5 Kyle Blazer. No, don't throw Kyle in the middle. The nickname is what you Kyle's throw in the middle. In, Kyle's in air quotes. Oh, I, I see what you mean. So like You say like, Kyle, nickname, whatever, you know. Kyle, K5 Blazer, Jagelski. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, my last name is the best part. It's so unique. Right, so you need... Kyle K five Blazer Jagelski. That's pretty dope. It is dope, and don't lie to me. You don't think it's dope. You think Blazer was the worst of all the options. I think I I I can't remember exactly what I said, but I think I I I, I remember what you said. I can't remember. I heard it like exactly what I what I said, but I think I was you know trying to say like. Blazer such a unique nickname. Like not everyone has Blazer because mm-hmm. it's like you know. Not seen as mm. super mainstream. Of course, um, of course. And so, what? That's me disconnecting from the Discord call. Oh. Because I don't like this. <laughs> 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 That's my bit when I don't like something that you say. I go, <laughs> we just knew that as a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. 
Dude, I, um, I pulled up this uh this HBO Max thing with the all the crap. Listen, okay. the whole freaking so much, dude. They removed so much crap. HBO Max is committing suicide for anyone who wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy too. Like for a like just to for a quick buck, I guess. For taxes. Well, the the funny thing is is that they are they're losing like money in the market cap. So they've lost like uh someone put on Twitter put it this way. They've sorry. They've lost 30 billion dollars of the market to get back 5 billion dollars in taxes. Yeah. And they've made like you know thousands of people really upset like with with and they've like lost people jobs like it's just like what and like the thing is about like the way that streaming has gone so far is that there is nowhere else to get these shows like they are just lost there's Mm -hmm. no there's like you can't find them on the internet like because they are so copyrights you know riddled ridden with like you know all that you can't just like it's not like a book where you can find copies of the book. There's no copies of the television show unless you have it on camcorder, which you're not allowed to do technically, or you know, unless you have it saved on your computer somewhere. You can't watch it, you can't enjoy it, which is kind of cuz again the whole idea behind streaming is that like you can watch TV whenever you want. You don't have to like load it onto your, you know, DVR. You don't have to put a DVD in. Like that's that's the freedom of it. And like it's kind of become the opposite now. Like you have to find the right streaming platform with the show you want to watch. Um, yeah, and it seems like apparently they're doing it a lot. Because, uh, like a big part of it is that they want uh, the service to be uh, more discoverable for new content. So it's not like the old stuff that just keeps hitting the front page. Which like, yes, you want new content to be discoverable. But I don't think that the solution is removing content you already have just like literally make a page that's like there's just a page that promotes new content like you have you know the comedy section and the movie section and the drama section and the romance section just put a new content section it's so funny too because obviously this is because uh discovery has merged with HBO and now like the yeah, guy Discovery, from Discovery Plus and HBO is just going to be Discovery. Yeah, and like so it's it's just so bizarre that like a a TV company uh or a production company if you want to call it that. I guess I don't know what, exactly what HBO is called, right? Um that has been heralded as like the pinnacle of television for like decades now, like you know, with shows like Sopranos and and Game of Thrones and all these things, like again, original content. Like this is like you know, this isn't like at, at, I mean, I guess uh, Game of Thrones is adapted, you know, from the books, but it's still original. Like it's, no one, you know, they're not making SpongeBob again. You know what I mean? I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah. And now they're just like they're taking all all the stuff that's again original, like the animation and. The Sesame Street? What? Like they deleted just two hundred. Two hundred episodes. Yeah. Like, like, why? That doesn't help you. That doesn't help you in any way. Besides, again, the taxes, which is just like a drop in the can. Especially when you're charging. Like they shelled Batgirl, right? They got rid of it, which was crazy. That was like the start of it all. Yeah. Um, and that was like a 
what, 80, 90, 100 million dollar movie? Yeah. And they can, like, I think they can claim, like, uh, 10, 15 million dollars in tax credits on it or something. So, like, you're getting your, like, you get your tax, but, like, you already spent money. You're not making money. You're still losing so much like this movie would have made more than 20 million dollars i have to imagine <laughs> it's so funny yeah because the movie would have made more money not only that but like hbo is already saying we can only release two more movies this year <laughs> or like DC yeah they're literally that. too poor to release anything over anything more than black adam and hello darling or don't worry isn't, darling isn't that crazy like yeah like, Disney's out here, like, pumping out, like, 20 movies a year. Literally. Like, 20 movies a year with all of its studios. And not only that, but just, like, a bunch of TV shows. Same thing with Netflix. I'm not saying, like, Netflix is doing the greatest job right now. Because they're not. They're kind of doing the same thing HBO is doing, but at a smaller scale. Uh, yeah. But, like, what are they doing? Like, why did all of a sudden it become just, like, the worst idea ever to have a streaming service? Like, what's wrong with that? I'm so confused. Yeah, um, and it's not like HBO is like pissing money away like Netflix was. Like Netflix was just making everything under the sun. Like that's they were making everything and nobody was watching it, you know. And they would they had their flagships and there were original content, which is great. People love that, but some of it was just really bad, <laughs> poorly made, and not and not a lot of people were watching it. Um, and so you have like this conflict of interest. We're like, well, do we keep making original content? Or do we just like stick to our guns and spend a hundred million dollars on on Stranger Things? Uh, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, because I think Discovery is like like trying to save a bunch of money to pay for a bunch of the debt from their merger with uh, Warner HBO. Brothers. Because Discovery and, uh, yeah, because they merged, and then they have, like, $50 billion of of debt, you know, from the merge. So now they're trying to trim to save a bunch of it. And you know what's, what's really unfortunate about these mergers? They never, ever end up right for the company. Yeah. Like... The company always suffers. It's always a bunch of people get laid off. It's always you lose profits. It's 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 always like that. It's never just like smooth sailing. Everyone's happy. And correct you know. me if I'm wrong, but like, like literally up until this point for a while now, like I think a big consensus has been that HBO Max has been like kind of the king of the streaming service with the content that they have. Like, it's kind of been just, like, the thing that everybody has liked the most. No correction needed. I mean, you, yeah, you, are, like, cor- it, you like, are correct. They got, they like, they have, because, like, because it, it's, like, they have Warner Brothers. Like, they have, Warner Brothers has made, like, over, like, how, for the past however many years, like, a bunch of fantastic movies that people love and are just on there. And, like... Their original shows are some of the best. I like, like people rave about things like Succession, um, mm-hmm. Peacemaker, or was it yeah. right? Peacemaker, not Peacekeeper. Yeah, Peacemaker, 
Peacemaker was great. Euphoria. Um, Euphoria, yeah. Like, HBO, like, their original shows have been, like, the talk of the town every time they happen. They have a fantastic catalog of movies. Um, here's, the, here's the thing about HBO. HBO has everything. It has old movies. It has, um, like, uh, series. It has, like, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. It has dramas, Sopranos, Euphoria. It has kids programming with Sesame Street. And I think PBS is on there, too. It has um, animation. It has tons of different animation. I think most of the Studio Ghibli movies are on there. Like, it yep. has everything. Comedies. You have stand-up specials on there. Like, the Gerard Carmichael had his uh, uh, stand-up special on there. Um, there's also a bunch of groundbreaking indie uh, movies that are on um, HBO Max. I think some of the like A24 films get picked up and put on HBO Max. Either that or Hulu. Uh, it kind of just depends on the director, I think. Um, but it's it's just ridiculous how, how this is going down. Superhero films, yeah, it's got, of course, on like, HBO. I'm looking at a list of a lot of the, like, like you know, the the big, a bunch of, like, classic movies. Like, HBO Max has, like, first of all, like, The Dark Knight, but it has... Seven Samurai, Casablanca, uh, Citizen Kane, uh, the 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 original Godzilla from like the fifties, mm. uh, the Terminator movies, um, the original like, Beauty and the Beast. And like to be fair, this is like they are not, not the taking original, away but something from like the forties. But not really, they're not taking away these movies. They're taking away like a bunch of you know animated shows. Um, and just like deleting them off the platform, a bunch of animated shows. Um, there's a bunch of mo- new movies that they had in production that they're canning or postponing. Um, and it's just like, what's the point? I don't, I don't, I don't get the idea behind it. I'm not looking at their checkbooks, so I guess I don't know what I'm talking about really. But it seems like a no-brainer when you have like the best content of any streaming service that you should be, like. Just because a new person's in charge doesn't mean like you have to take away literally everything. Like it's the identity of the company that you're stripping away. You know what yeah. I mean? And again, that always no, happens yeah, for with sure. a merger. Ugh. I feel like every, I feel like every streaming service, which, God, there's so many now. But I feel like all of them are doing at least one thing right. But none of them are doing more than like four things, right? You know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent, yeah. And it's like, like it can't. I again, I also am not, you know, I'm not the smartest man, so I don't know everything that hap- that goes on with you know a streaming surface. But it seems pretty simple to put good content on the streaming service, have people watch the good content. And then when they want to go back and watch good content again, they can because we didn't take it away. That seems pretty easy. Yeah, I don't get the – I mean, again, besides – literally besides taxes, I don't see the reason to remove content from a streaming platform once you have it on there. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I Like, like it's clear that, like, these shows and these uh, projects have fan bases because there is public outcry at HBO. That's why their stock, you know, price has gone down. Like, it's plummeted. Like, you know, there's clearly people watching these shows. So it's not like they're taking, like, the scum of the HBO catalog and, like, (laughs) shoving it away. Like, 
that happens in Netflix. Like it, you know, there's shows that like either they run on like run out run out of contract. Like you know, if, if it's a show that it's owned by NBC, uh, NBC will lease it to Netflix and get some of the revenue. Their contract expires. They there's always this huge list every quarter that comes out of the shows and movies that are getting deleted from Netflix. Like that get moved over to the emerging platforms or whatever. But this is different. They're not moving them to another platform. Um, and that's kind of sad. I, I think that these shows, especially if, they, if they're made for HBO Max, like some of them are, they should just stay there. Like, who gives a crap? They, they, yeah. It, I don't know. It just it makes me mad. Sad. I man. feel like... I feel like I want to make my own streaming service, but I don't know what I would do differently other than put a bunch of good content on it and then let the people watch the content and then just kind of remove my hands from the situation. Well, okay. There are a couple of things that are a little bit controversial with streaming services. One of them is UI, user interface. Yeah. Um, And I think that's like the easiest thing to fix, and yet no one really knows how to do it right. You know what I mean? Like like one of the things I that mean, bothers me I, the Netflix most... Netflix is fine. HBO Max is terrible, but Netflix is fine. HBO Max is awful. Ter- um, Netflix is okay, but whenever you stay highlighted over something for an amount of time, it starts playing the movie. And, like, it's just, why is that a feature? That doesn't help you at all. Like, if it played a preview of the movie, maybe? It does but, play a preview. If you're just on the front page, it plays a preview. But if you select it and, like, if you select the movie... And then are reading more stuff like right before you hit play, then it starts autoplay. But if you're just on the main yeah. front page where you can see a bunch of different movies, it just plays a preview. I'm stops. reading. You gave me a paragraph to read. I'm reading what the movie's about, or I'm reading the rating, or whatever. And then like it just starts playing. Uh, what? Or like I'm scrolling and I'm like, should I pick this movie? And then it just starts playing a preview. What? Why would you want? Me- Why would you want to do that? That doesn't make any sense. I'm already looking at the screen, the little thumbnail of the movie. Why would you want to play a preview? I'm, like if, if I wanted to play a preview, there's an option for that. Play a preview. It wasn't always like that. It ma- that makes me like irrationally angry. Like if I'm and, and plus sometimes I'm scrolling through Netflix and I'm also scrolling on my phone, looking at like other movies that are on other streaming platforms. So like, what? Why is it automatically gonna play a music and a sound of something else? I want to just be silent while netflix is on the tv and i take a second to like look at my phone or something or talk to someone in the other room without no having to for that what hit the mute button i shouldn't have to do that but it is a fix i'm not going to negate that it is a t- it is a temporary fix but i think i still think that if i had to hit the mute button while i'm on netflix and then select a movie and then click the movie and then hit unmute again I think that's a little ridiculous for something that doesn't serve a really good purpose. Well, here's the way I see it. Okay. I like. I don't mind that feature. I kind of like it. Uh, there are pl- kind of like plenty it. Of people. There are probably plenty of people that like the feature of it just playing a preview. Like if I see it and I want the preview to play, like, and if I think I might be interested, I don't have to hit any buttons. I can just let it play the preview. So if people like that feature. Why would they take away just because some people don't when the people who don't can literally hit one button to fix the issue they have with it? Hmm. Here's another thing. This might be a moneymaker. I think TV remotes are normally really bad. What if our streaming service 
came with its own remote. No, abs- no, absolutely not. Not in a million years would I subscribe to this. I would get rid of my TV if that because the whole beauty of what new TVs have done is that the remotes are very simple. They have like f- like five buttons. They have volume up, and you got channel up, and you have the little selector thing. And then at the very bottom, the different streaming services you can click to just be a quick shortcut to. And that's it. All right? Now, because before, 10, 15 years ago, you had all these different remotes. Because you had to have one to turn on a TV and then one to turn on the DVR. And it, I hate it. I have one remote right now. And if every streaming service gives me a different remote, I'm going to lose my mind. Because I don't want seven remotes. I want one. So, no. I say no. Can I uh, interject? No, because I said no. <laughs> Move past it. And I, I, I lopped it off. The conversation has been lopped over. Wow, I didn't think you get this defensive over remotes. <clears throat> but yes, but, you may interject, I guess. <laughs> um, the reason I say this is because I know that universal remotes really suck. Um. And you, in, in today's age, you still need universal remotes if you have more than one thing attached to your TV. Obviously, DVRs are like internally, if you have cable for some reason, uh, they're internalizing your TV so you can, you know, do all that stuff there. But like if you have a different console or if you have uh, a Chromebook, or not Chromebook, a, uh, what do they call those things you put on the back of the TV from Google? The Chromecast? Uh, Yes, I think you a Chromecast or whatever. You need a universal remote because you have to have five remotes to do it. Um, and I, but I was you don't. just no, you do because like the ones that I have for like my Roku TV, I don't have anything else attached to it, so I can go to the inputs and do it smart TV. But if you don't have if you don't have um, if you have more than one thing attached to your TV, you cannot use the Roku remote to get to like certain things without going like collecting things and moving it like just pointing at the tv and like snapping the remote in your hand you know what i mean like you have to have a universal remote that has way too many buttons on it to to do that uh you try i'm gonna interject again no you don't anything you have on your tv you can get to with just the t the remote that came with the tv you do not need anything else ever. If you if you ever need another remote, if in the past seven years you have needed another remote for things hooked up to your TV, you just have an old TV. Like it's 2022. Anything that is hooked up to your TV can either be accessed by a remote or doesn't need a remote in the first place. One of our closest friends, Kyle, has a couch console, like a whole pocket of her couch devoted to remotes. I know. They don't. They don't, that's because they have, like, they almost have, like, a, because they have their Roku TV, but then they have it hooked up to Amazon, and both things do, like, the whole, they, because they have it hooked up to, the, like, Amazon, or, or, excuse me, um, yeah, Amazon, the way, like, my smart TV is, they do not need the Roku side of it anymore. Like, they straight up don't, but they have Amazon hooked up to it, so now they have to switch to Amazon to do all the like anything they do internet stuff and then they're trying they, they switch it back to the Roku one to do the input stuff on like that's because they have a Roku TV and then they hooked up Amazon to it 
when they could have skipped that step entirely. That was just an unfortunate misunderstanding on their part of what they wanted and what TV they got. What about if you have um, a sound bar or like a sound system? You need a remote to turn sound that bars, on. No, sound bars automatically hook up to a TV. So when you turn the TV on, the sound bar turns on. And when you turn up the volume, it turns up the volume on the sound bar because your sound bar is on. That's not what there's happens a remote. at my own house and at Sarah's There's a remote house. for the sound bar to turn it on and off if you want to turn the sound bar on and off. But at my house, our sound bar is literally hooked up to the TV. You turn the TV on, the sound bar turns on. So it's automatically coming through the sound bar. You don't need the remote for the sound bar ever unless you want to have the sound bar off when you turn the TV on. If for some reason you don't want the sound bar, yes, you need something to turn the sound bar off. It's literally it – could, it could literally just be a button to turn it on and off. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, like, almost every single time I've ever turned on a television with a sound bar attached to it at my parents' house and at Sarah and Jacob's house, I have had to look for the sound bar remote to turn the sound bar on individually. As far as I know, that is not how sound bars work. It, dude, there's, it, it's, it's how ours works. Because if your TV has an HDMI arc port, if it has an AR, if it has an ARC port or an HDR port, and that's what your soundbar is plugged into, you do not need anything else except for the remote that came with your TV. Because when a TV turns on, every time I turn it on, the soundbar lights up and says on, and now it's coming through the soundbar. And then when I turn the TV off, the soundbar turns off, and then it comes up and says bye on this little light screen, and then it turns off. Hmm. So if your soundbar is hooked up to an HDMI port that isn't that port, then maybe, but just hook it up to that port. Right. No reason not to. That's true. I just I I've never known this. I I just can't stand and I that's the one thing I can't stand when I go to their house is that they got 17 different remotes and you're sitting there like it's 2022 all this could be with one little remote and it could have four buttons and I could do all of this. But now I have seven remotes. I hate I... remotes. <laughs> I agree. I was just saying that we could have the best universal remote. And it yeah. could be with our streaming service. And it could be like it could have its own keyboard. So that way you don't have to type whatever you have to type. With the stupid arrow keys. I hate the well, Roku yeah, but, remote. Yeah, but see, and, and that's another thing. like, Like modern TVs like the Roku that we got doesn't have it because you know we got a cheaper TV but like with most modern TVs you don't need to type anything out you can just use your microphone so it negates that part as well is it um is it easy to do that I haven't done it myself so I was just curious because... what the microphone on the remote yeah I can just see that being an issue that's really easy. Like you can ask it to open HBO Max, or even if you're just not even in an app at all, I could just say like, "Look, uh, go to Sopranos on HBO Max," and then it'll open HBO Max and go to the movie, the uh, or the TV show, The Sopranos. That's cool. I didn't know it's that very seamless. I haven't typed anything on my TV, and I don't know how long. That's good. No remotes. You know, I just kind of wish there were no remote. I, I, I wish I didn't even have the remote that I have. I wish I could just, like, I, I don't have 
my Alexa hooked up straight to my TV. If I did, I wouldn't even use a remote. I would just say, Alexa, go to this on my TV. I wouldn't touch my remote. I would throw it in really? the garbage can. I didn't know Alexa could do that either. I'll have to see what I can do with my Alexa. Yeah. It's crazy. 2022 has been, well, I mean, this year's kind of sucked, but like we're in a modern age is what I'm saying. This is, it's, we're, we're in an age of hands-free technology and it's glorious. No remotes. I didn't so, realize I had such an irrational hatred of remotes until this moment, but I really do. Kyle, like, I knew I'm, I didn't like a bunch of remotes. I didn't realize how insane it was till this moment, but I hate them. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't think it's entirely irrational. I think you've convinced me. Um, All right. This podcast is officially an anti-remote podcast. Yes. We are taking a stand. No remotes. No remotes. Wait, what's the... Is there a Latin word for remote? Because I want this to sound cool. <laughs> but I doubt there is one. <laughs> oh, wait, there is. Lo How do you even say... Hold on. Ah, it's longincus is the Latin word for remote. So what would the Latin which, phrase be? I believe this is remote uh, for like, you know, distant or like, you know, far away or even boring. Uh, but I think that's where our remote got derived from is because the remote is away from the TV and you can use it. So it's launching coups. So we're uh, – wait, what's the Latin word for like – isn't anti – isn't that a Latin I prefix? think so, yeah. Are we anti-launching coups? Anti-launching coups. Yeah, we're uh, – yeah, we're, we're, we're anti-launching coups. Ante Logicus. Ante Logicus. I kind of like it. Yeah. That's Ante your new Logicus. nickname. Ante Logicus is my new nickname. Yep. Logicus is, spe is spelled cool, too. It's, uh... Hold on, I have to pull it back up. Oh, wait. I, I just typed remote word for remote. Hold on. <laughs> Hold, Hold on. on. Yeah, Longincus. It's L-O-N-G-I-N-Q-U-U-S. I did see that, yeah. Longincus. Longincus. It's very fun to look at. This is my new favorite word. Alright, folks, if you're a Milk and Screams listener, you are now a part of Ante Longincus. Kyle, um, do yes. me a favor. Uh-huh. Play Google saying that to you <laughs> in your headphones. Oh, I did. That's how I know how it's pronounced. The way he says it, he goes, Lunging Goose. Lunging Goose. It's very, like, sultry. He's like, ooh, maybe Lunging Goose, maybe not. You can find out and tell me Lunging Goose. Lunging Goose. All right. Well, we know there's not going to be any remotes, but in the Milk and Streams, Milk and Screams streaming universe, what other implementations do you make? No racism. I'm going to go ahead and say that. All right, then I'm out. <laughs> I got <nothing> left. <laughs> if, that's, if that's off the table, I'm out. I got nothing left. That was my one idea, is to implement the racism. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I can understand how that's a... A deal breaker, but I, I can't. I can't stand for racism, Kyle. All right, fair enough. Well, you don't have to. 
because we can't we can't use it anymore. Then what do you even do? Like what is like I, my whole streaming service is going to be like very Andrew Tate based. But if I can't <laughs> racism and misogynistic views, why did I say anything about misogyny? I just said racism. Well, I know, but I'm saying like I was going to be Andrew Tate views, and like his whole thing is kind of misogyny. So if I can't do one or the other, and I can't do both. For legal reasons, this was a joke. For legal reasons, that's a joke. For legal reasons, that's a joke. What would I do? I don't know. What would I do? More musicals, for sure. There's definitely not enough musicals. I don't know if this is a good or a bad idea. I feel like... Like when a new show comes out, right? Or like if it's releasing weekly... Uh-huh. You could have, like, I think it's a bad idea, but you could have, like, as the episode plays, like, at a certain part, maybe it's, like, maybe it's connected to social media. So every now and then when something happens in the show, like, a random uh, popular-ish uh, tweet about that specific part of the show, like, kind of pops up and you kind of see what a person's oh. thought was real quick. You know, there like, is a... Ah, moving on. There is a live element that's missing from streaming. Like Yeah, right? That's that's what I'm saying. Like something to the effect of like understanding what other people are experiencing as you're experiencing it if it's something new, you know, without oh. having to be on your phone at the same time as you're watching it on your TV or something. You know what's missing? And I think this would be could be really cool. Game shows. Mm. Or or like live game shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, cuz I like feel on like on Netflix. Because the new game shows that are coming out right now on GSN are terrible. They are bad. I don't know if you've watched any of the newest game shows in the past, like, I I don't know, seven years or so. They are terrible, and they almost always have this, like, uber-famous celebrity host that you see that they're hosting this new game show, and you're like, oh, buddy, what happened? Why are you here? (laughs) Like, why are you out of money? Did you spend it all? You wouldn't do this otherwise, would you? And it's they're ter- they're so bad. Okay, so I, definitely, I think streaming services could make good new ones. I think I think you're on, I think you're onto something here. So good game shows, we need that. We need more musicals, and we need live entertainment on Netflix. Like this is what I'm thinking. Okay, so like Netflix could adapt some sort of like, because uh, like aren't like the old like Survivor kind of shows? Aren't those like live? Or am I thinking of just reality shows? You're just thinking of reality shows. Those weren't live. Okay. Well, they could do like some some sort of like live entertainment. Like, couldn't they? Like some sort of like. No, like yeah, a, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like a live, uh, um, like a wipeout kind of thing. Like, I'm I'm thinking of like a live like sporting event, like where they have to right. go through like an obstacle course or something, and it's live. It's on. It's like you have to tune in to Netflix at like this time. It is very antiquated. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. it's not, but. You have that, and then you have, like, you know, the drama ensuing of, the of like, you know, the, the show and the stakes, like, of, of, like, a reality TV show, and it's live. And then you... Why it carries on. No, keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, and then it, like, carries over into the next week. Brazil would have its own thing, its own time zone in Brazilian. And so would Europe. And so would, you know, um, the East. Am I making right. sense? Like, like they would have I their th- own versions of it. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like there's there is quite a bit missing. I, why don't I say why don't? I think there's an obvious reason, but I think there's also an obvious reason for the opposite as well. I feel like live streaming in terms of like people who live stream to Twitch and YouTube. I feel like you could integrate revenue for yourself in that way by having streamers stream on your streaming platform. Obviously, it's a streaming platform for content like that has already been made for movies and TV shows. But I feel like maybe not within Netflix, but like like a Netflix sponsored or like a Netflix owned streaming service could do well, even though the like like Twitch and YouTube have solidified themselves so much that like it would be so hard to compete. Yeah. This this is kind of what I'm thinking. So what if Netflix or HBO or Amazon sponsored certain streamers to watch their shows live with an audience? Ah. So that way it gets everyone into the show. Or maybe like they sponsor videos talking about or analyzing their show, right? If it's a And you show could like- do like you could do like what Disney Plus does with like the watch party and the streamer would yeah. have some code. You could hook it up to your own TV so you could watch the stream like on your computer or whatever and see their reactions, but also just have it up on your TV and they'd be happening at the same time. Yeah. Like this is like this is like Gen Z millennial marketing, like one oh one. For like, sure. But for like sure. that's how, that's who you have to market to. I mean, honestly, because like I don't know. I, I feel like the everyone who Because has, like if you're like if you're if you're marketing to like anyone who's like I don't know thirty years old or or over right now or whatever like anyone most of the people I would say in that age range like the streaming service even if that got integrated the streaming service to them would just be streaming service that it always was for movies yeah. and TV shows and whatever like you don't have to involve yourself in the new stuff that it adds like it doesn't take away anything so you have to market to people who want something new not to the people who are like just wanting things to stay the same. Exactly. I I 100% agree. Um and of course people who like you know wouldn't do this like you know people who would do this like illegally or whatever I guess there would still be the same old copyright strike or whatever for them like you know obviously you can just live stream a show as you're watching it. Um sure. but it would but it would be like you know all right the new episode of She-Hulk is coming out next Thursday and like we have like you know, at like ten o'clock it releases or like whatever, and the you the streamer has like you know a countdown and he's like talking about what he thinks is gonna happen in the episode, and then the episode starts. He has the code given to his audience who can like step in and watch on their own, you know, streaming service. He's all that set up, and they watch the episode together and they commentate on it afterwards. They can do the you know. I think that'd be cool. They had this thing uh for The Walking Dead, um, whenever Walking Dead was on TV. Uh, they had a hour long um, talk show about the show afterwards. It was called The Talking Dead. It was hosted by this guy who was a celebrity, but he like he was a super fan of the show. I think it was Aaron Paul, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't remember, but he would have you know. Uh, oh, it's action- Chris Hardwick. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I thought he was Aaron Paul, but he um 
he would have like, like actors from the show come in and interview them about the episode that they were in. And like he would have a live audience there, like talk about like, you know, what they thought of the show and like, you know, reactions. They would watch it like in a theater and like he was there on stage, like with them watching the episode for the first time, and they would sit down and like talk about who died and like, you know, what it means and like it was it was it was really cool. I'm thinking like that, that's obviously what YouTube commentary has turned into, right? There's a bunch of commentary channels who talk about like in TikTok ch- channels who talk about the Disney Plus shows and the boys and all this other kind of stuff, like just make it work with them, not against them. You know what I mean? Because they're because they're yeah. they're the people who are gaining you know um, uh, viewership for your show. There's a new show on HBO called The Rehearsal. Um, who um, it's this comedian uh, Nathan Fielder who I'm like super vaguely familiar with his work. I kind of like you know some of the shows he's done in the past. I like Nathan for you. And so the only reason that I know about his new show, which, again, this is the hugest pitfall, I think, of streaming services these days, is they spend all their money and budget on making the show and upkeeping their streaming service and no money on advertising. Their advertising is abysmal, unless you're Disney+. Plus. Um, uh, the only reason I know about his new show and the only reason I watched it is because a YouTuber or a TikToker show, t- talked to me about it, told me. This new show by Nathan Fielder has an interesting premise. Let's talk about it. And they talked about the premise. And I was like, oh, that seems really cool. And then memes, right? You know, the memes of the show like started popping up on my, on my Twitter page. And I'm like, well, now I got to watch the show. Don't understand the memes. I, I, think the show. What, uh, I feel like what a lot of companies like that predicate themselves on now is like that a show or a movie – has to be interesting enough on its own to market itself via social media. You know what I mean? Like it's I feel like the, the worst it, way it almost seems like they're doing it. Almost mo- it almost seems like they're moving to a spot where like like Nate uh this the rehearsal for instance where it was like like the, they'd probably marketed it a little bit somewhere, but um people were gonna watch a TV show and if it was good enough or funny enough or weird enough, it would get made into the you know memes or people would talk about it enough that people would hear about the show and then that would they wouldn't have to spend the money on advertising that's like that's kind of the vibe i get i don't know if that's true but it kind of seems like some of that is wanting i don't this seems like just kind of wanting the internet to market their stuff for them but like for example there was a new movie that came out with like chris evans and like another person ryan gosling the gray man yes that movie did not have a huge advertising budget. And it shows. Nobody watched that movie. And it has like two of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now. Which the, the whole stars of Hollywood thing is kind of an antiquated term. Since 2005, there hasn't been crazy mega stars like there were in the 90s and 2000s. It's just not a thing anymore. Like I don't the, know if I just I don't know if I agree with that. Well, it, it just it there is no actor right now that is that popular will smith if a movie had will smith in it it was a guaranteed blockbuster it was almost impossible for him to fail kyle so like i'm just saying in that sense right the only person i can think of is robert downey jr but that got mis- disproven whenever freaking doolittle came out right after his avengers endgame like that was it like of course every avengers movie he was in was fantastic but he is not the movie star like Will Smith was. 
he is not the movie star that like I, okay I, I see I see I see what you're saying I see what you're yeah, saying yeah it, it's it's not comparable Chris Evans is a fantastic actor and he's been in a butt a butt ton of movies he's so awesome he is not a movie star you can't rely on him to move a movie. Like, you have to advertise it. You have to make it interesting. You have to play it after the Super Bowl. You know, you have to put it in everyone's freaking YouTube uh, side things. Unless you have YouTube yeah. premium like me. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, advertising is a huge misopportunity for Netflix. Because, again, they pour $100 million into a movie. And they're like, a few people will see this. <laughs> like, it's, like, what? How do you, how I mean, do you have that much balls to do that? The Great Man did come out in the positive, so I mean, there's you can that. do that. You can do that with like Stranger Things now. You know what I mean? Like right. Stranger Things is like this like lightning in a bottle thing, where like the, the people who wanted to make the show like went to like ten different people, and they were like, "No, screw you, that's a terrible idea." And Netflix was like, "Fine, do it." And then they, you know, did it and did it pretty well. They had a bunch of passion and a big vision, and like it blew up, and they were like, "Great, now no one." Ever has to be advertised this to again. And of course, they do advertise Stranger Things because it's like the biggest flagship thing. But like, if you didn't and you like just put it out there and said, "Hey, Stranger Things season four, here you go," people would still watch it. You know what I mean? And talk about it online. It's, yeah. it's one of those things. That's not the case with the Gray Man or whatever other movie that they like. They they this big blockbuster that they're trying to make. You know. Same thing with like the comedy specials. They put a bunch of advertising into those. The the comedians have their own fans, that, the rabbit fans that follow them online, and they, they like pump out advertisements and talk about it on tour. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's huge. Yeah. Um, that's the main thing: advertise, live content, and UI. UI is a huge thing right now. Mm. It, it, it's huge. It, user interface. I mean, if you don't know what UI is, stands for. It, it's a, it makes or break it makes or breaks your experience. I'll plug I'll turn on HBO Max and then like scroll for a few minutes and then like get so frustrated with the UI I turn it off sometimes. I play video games or something else because like I can't stand it. It's awful. It's mm-hmm. so it's so like it's so like uh, not isolating. It, it's it's like making me feel like I can't use it. Like it's like it's alien to me almost. It's so weird. Um. Disney Plus kind of has a similar issue. Uh, yeah, their UI is not great. It's, it's not as bad like, as HBO Max, but it's not great. Not great. <sighs> but you know, that's that's in the world we're living in. I, I I hope that streaming services continue to be what they kind of started out as, is like you know, cheap cheaper alternatives to television. Mm-hmm. I hope we don't get any more. We're definitely gonna get more. There's um, too many. I'm sick I, of it. I do agree that there's too many. Um, good for me that I don't really I, – I feel content with what I've watched so far. Like I don't feel the need to go back and rewatch things, although I, I will eventually. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't feel like I need to get every single one right now. Because um, then, then again, you have the same issue, right? Discovery Plus was its own uh, streaming service, but now it's not going to be anymore. That's one less streaming service, but at the cost of all this stuff with HBO, it's frustrating. Well, uh, we'll just have to start a new one, and we'll call one it to... uh, Milk and Streams. Yeah, Milk and Streams, the classic. Well, actually, wait. When we start streaming, like live streaming, that's going to be Milk and Scream Streams. 
So okay. then is milk and streams the service and milk and scream streams is our lives is lives as us live streaming or is should we flop it or should we just come up with a new name for one of them entirely? We should come up with a new name for one of them entirely and that should be the streaming service because agreed. People will come into the streaming service blind not knowing what milk and screams is. They make it scared. Mm-hmm. It's okay, yeah. we're not scary. We're not scary. But we'll call it vocoder. <laughs> vocoder. Full hour and a half circle, baby. Or what if we called it um Longinus? No remote. Oh, launching cues. Yeah, launching cues. We make we we call it launching cues or a cute like little like uh uh. We just call it LQ. LQ. And that... Which is launching cues. Right. Because no one's gonna say launching cues. That's crazy to ask of them. But we then we have to make it with no remote because remember our whole thing is no remote. True. I mean. Launching cues is for the elite, the high rollers, the people that have a TV that responds to only their voice. Yeah. We, so, that, you know, it's gonna, it'll be $1,000 a month. <laughs> <laughs> it would be five ninety nine. That's the highest I would go. 599 Because we can meet in the middle of those two. Mm-mm. 599 and $1,000. a month. That's what I said. 599 Five dollars. You're saying what I'm saying. Ninety-nine cents. Oh, then we have a big gap to middleman here. All right, I'll 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 budge a little bit. Six dollars and ninety-nine cents. <laughs> Two thousand dollars. All right, you 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 drive a hard bargain. <laughs> you you got to do that, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. The high all rollers. Right. LQ, LQ. All right, this is boardroom sounds. All right, everybody in the boardroom <laughs> is making sounds. Oh, uh, manly All handshakes. Right. And handshakes and a chuckle here and there. <laughs> here we go. Uh, this a, is the best chortle, way to end a podcast. This is a the chortle. best way to end a podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> boardroom <laughs> sounds. See you in episode 41. <laughs> See you in episode 41. This will never end. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. Uh. <laughs>